But, you know, as I was saying, we're at a crossroads with the show. Yep. It's the start of season one. Yeah. And we're going to really start to figure things out. Like, (laughs) what are we doing here? Um, Yeah. What is the show about? (laughs) Uh, Why do we do it? It's and it's going to and it'll be good now. And it's going to be great, you know, because I think that. What is. You're not touching your synth right now. What is happening? This is just like a loop that I had ready to go. Um, but, you know, we're going to figure out what we're doing. Okay. With intro music, I'm going to learn how to use this synth because I don't really know how to use it yet. Um, and maybe that can contribute to the show in some way. Yeah. That was crazy for me. I can't overstate. I was so confused. Maybe it won't contribute to the show at all. Um, and we're going to have, but we're going to have like formulas that we go by. Um, we're going to continue to talk about new music. This episode, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. And, um, and I think that we're going to just do some series on indie rock artists and other artists that we love that are dear to us. We're just going to have fun with it. Um, yeah, we got some great things planned, and we're really gonna explore the space. Yeah, we're gonna explore the space, and we're gonna take you on a little journey. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, see this. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. I can't use the synth. It was so much easier last time because it was New Year's Day and I was quite toasty. Um, but trying to operate a synth with, with no know-how is a little difficult. Sure. Um, but that's my little intro music, I guess, for the week. I want to, you know, I'm going to channel my Reggie Watts this year. Uh, I and, like that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it good. Yeah. Uh, you're going to make Reggie Watts good? Yeah. You're going to, like, do what he did, but you're going to do it better, you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, that's great. I love that because he was really good. So, like, you committing to being even better, fantastic for the show, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, hello and welcome to the show. It's good listeners. Uh, It's a podcast hosted by us. I'm Randy. He's Clay. We're friends, rivals, and roommates. We live together. We've known each other a long time. Now listen up. We got a lot to talk about this episode, and um, possible. I think that we should, uh, you know, try to keep this to a tight hour. So, um, how are you doing? First and foremost, let's just take a second. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, let's and let's talk about it because I have so I'm coming in hot. Um, You're coming in hot. The first thing I wanted to talk about was me eating on mic, which I will be continuing to do because this food is so spicy that I cannot finish it fast enough. Um, The second thing I wanted to talk about is I just keep looking over to my left here and seeing your little Star Wars Lego set, and I am wondering to myself, how come our little guys are never hanging out and playing? Oh, because you now have Star Wars Legos. Yeah, I feel like they should maybe all be together hanging out. Yeah, I think that we should. (laughs) We're going to end up having just like lego like display cases <laughs> all over the house uh I with can, these star wars sets uh, in them it's really uh, messed up but i can legitimately see us doing that yeah <laughs> Do, the, 
Legos are fun. Like if yeah, uh, we I, love them. If I like had like a ton of disposable income, I think yeah. I would just have a shit ton of Lego sets because there is not much that brings me more joy than just sitting down and assembling like some Lego spaceship or something. It's great. I had not had Legos for many years until this Christmas. I yeah. got two Lego sets and I just had a a blast. There, there, it's it's a frivolous thing to <laughs> spend your money on. It's, it's uh, really true. I, so. I, I really, um, my relationship with Legos for the past decade is minimal. Um, maybe three sets within the past decade. Yeah. Well, but, that was all. That was all I wanted to say about it. Really, I, I, I hope that we can maybe set up a little play day sometime for our little guys. Yeah. To hang out maybe in the living room. Uh, I've got mine kind of set up on, in the bay window, in our living room. So that's true. I feel yes, like maybe that's a good spot. I've also got some toys out there. <laughs> There's some toys and some Legos. All Star Wars. Toys. Uh, yeah, uh, you uh, haven't the, noticed those? The there's action like a figures? little yeah, there's a little action figure. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I like those. Yeah. They're hanging out in the plants. The plants. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Just a little peek uh into our decor. Um <laughs> Yeah. You know. So hey, it's twenty twenty one. Yeah. And um already uh 2021 uh, music wise starting off pretty promising i think we have a few very good albums that have come out at least one i'll say okay i'd say um hey at least one yeah i can agree (laughs) to that but i think there are several several good ones that i would consider 2021 albums that have come out um i would consider all of them to be 2021 albums that have come out um well, there's one. The Slaughter Beach Dog came out technically in 2020, but I oh, am, no. I am considering that a 2021 <laughs> You're right. album. You're right. Yeah, um, me too. I'm on your side. Me too. Okay. Um, and already some crazy music news. You have yet another canceling of Ariel Pink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happened again. It happened again. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm not even like a, a fan of Ariel Pink, and I'm not saying that to be like oh yeah you're just like all the people who have been tweeting well, I, this week i like uh, being like i specifically I always hated ariel <laughs> pink yeah i specifically haven't said that because i think it's a <laughs> it's a silly thought to vocalize but i i'm saying that just between us i guess and anyone who listens to that that it's no big loss for me um because i was never a huge fan kind of sounds like circus music to me i was never huge into ariel pink pom-pom is pretty good but yeah yeah i liked uh pom pom as well yeah but other than i mean hey but <laughs> i don't know <laughs> hey we're just bringing you the news in the music world is the reason why i said that so also john mouse uh, not someone who i really listen to so yeah i have but not recently so yeah i mean i i actually do <laughs> i'm kind of in the same boat i was not like invested in either of their careers in, in a direct way so it is just very nothing to me <laughs> honestly yeah I mean, it's 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 kind of funny, but it is funny. <laughs> it's funny. It, that is the yeah. That's the good thing about it is it is funny. Yeah. Um. um but um, no, I'm not. I'm not in turmoil over it. I'm not dealing with some moral conflict. Um, no. Also, hey, uh, other uh, coming at you next in music news. Um, breaking mm. breaking tunes. Is that something? Mm. No. We'll workshop it. I don't know. <laughs> um, Kim Ye divorce. You think that there's going to be some some crazy music to come out of that uh oh definitely um well but what from who from from kim or from kanye <laughs> so i think maybe but maybe they'll make an album together about them breaking up 
Um, that could be interesting. But yeah. I think uh, has Kim ever made music before? No. no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would I would love to hear what she has going on uh, with <laughs> music. Very creative, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but Kanye has been. He's been only doing stuff with his like sunday service choir right for like the past year or so right that's he did, the only thing he's been working he on. did jesus is king and then i'm not sure i think he had an ep yeah. like kind of recently with oh, the really? choir again i was not see I, i'm totally like out of kanye world like jesus is king was just like my cue to step out like <laughs> yeah it really went over the line which is kind of crazy because like I was pretty in on Ye when that came out. I was too. I was like, and then Jesus is King was just like, what? I just felt like, oh, okay, Kanye is with Ye. I felt like Kanye is flying fast and loose. I just felt like that summer was so packed with uh, great albums that he produced and that release that I was, yeah, I was just like, okay, like Kanye, um, as you know, a public figure, I am pretty annoyed by this moment, but like this is some good music. And then, like, um, leaning really into the evangelical thing is just um, it's not something I'm interested in. So, okay. <laughs> you know. Closed on Sunday. Yeah. You by Chick-fil-A. That's a terrible song. There is some, like, still some good production on that album, but. Yeah, there's, there's um, definitely, it definitely has moments. Yeah, like Sela. Um, but, you know, that definitely I was like, this is um, no longer fun me yeah <laughs> and it it reached a point for me i think where it was like his music has always been kind of uh voyeuristic and how he's like just kind of inviting the listener into some of the more uh like really deeply personal and like upsetting moments of his life but which is kind of less true on jesus is king but it in despite that it still managed to like feel the most upsetting to me of any of his albums where I feel like I am just like, I'm listening to a person who is not in a good place in like a really bad way. Yeah. Um, like, even though he's like not and it. I think maybe it's because it felt like he was not being honest on that album. Exactly. On past it, albums, it, it, it had felt honest and like cathartic in some way on this album. It felt truly dishonest. We'll, we'll see. We'll see um, what Kanye does next. Yeah, I think we've talked about Kanye for too long. Yeah, that's what I was starting to realize. <laughs> <laughs> was like, Maybe I we mean, should cut some of that. But yeah. um, what's uh, so is that it for news? That's it for music news. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's been breaking tunes. Breaking tunes. Um, yeah, that was almost know. like a news <laughs> jingle, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I think you know at this point it's time to go into our classic <laughs> segment, which is we talk about new stuff that's coming out and whether or not we listen to it we're falling apart so we gotta yeah so we gotta talk about the music the music album that everybody is really actually talking about is uh that um what is it called jazz (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about jazz by john coltrane the new (laughs) album um, no, no. it's Welfare Jazz. Welfare Jazz by yeah. Viagra Boys. Yeah. The new album just came out this weekend that I, I apparently, according to Randy, everyone's talking about. Um, I feel like it was you who said that to me first, but um, everybody on our indie heads was talking about it. <laughs> uh, they had a lot to say. Um, yeah, no, I'd say is, is if you're going by um, indie releases, 
uh, from the past week, Viagra Boys is the big one. Getting, yeah. Getting a lot of buzz. What do you think of that band name? I think it, it makes me, uh, you know me, I, I, I compulsively post music like to my Instagram story when I'm listening to it. Yeah. Um, and I haven't done it with Viagra Boys because I feel like it's a little too edgy for, for me. It gives you pause. It, it gives me pause. I'm like, I don't want anyone to think I'm, you know, being. Uh, you use Viagra? Hey, I'm happy to support um, such a medication. Yeah, Personally, I don't. wrong with a little yeah, blue chew. Um, well, hey, different things. Um, <laughs> blue chew, if you're listening, we will happily. I would love we, to we love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Vagger Boys, it's it's a little bit of a name that I'm not crazy about. Yeah, I got to say I don't personally care for it much. It, it does not deter me from listening to their music at all. It's do, I don't dislike it that much, but I, I, I don't love it. Yeah, but I, I mean, it does fit with what is kind of uh, appealing about them, where I, this album, I will say, it's not like I've been blown away by it or anything, but I have been kind of just captivated by it, by how dirty um, the whole thing is of the Viagra Boys and their welfare jazz. Yeah, it's a little scummy. Um in a way that I actually like it's so it's something that I find um, kind of you know magnetic and I they do it in a way that I don't think is horribly off-putting because it is actually good music it's something that I'm I'm pretty into um, I, I've been enjoying this album have you yeah I I stumbled upon it you had already heard of it but had not heard it yet when I stumbled upon it just because it was in my Spotify like new releases whatever uh thing um and so i i checked it out they do have past albums that i had never heard about um nor have i listened to them yet but i actually have listened to the one that came out in 2018 okay. um i think it's called like worm something S- street worms street worms yeah this one i think is even better i actually like this one quite a bit the 2018 one is better i enjoy it i think it's a, little, a bit funnier um oh, wow. sports okay. in particular is a very good song so I'm um I'm excited to, to to get into Viagra Boys and to continue to follow them as an artist. I don't see them as an artist that is totally realized. Well, I don't want to say that. I, I I mean I think they know what they're doing and they're doing a good job of it. I can just see it being um, I I can see them going further with it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um. Oh. Uh. Okay. Streetworms was their only album before this. They they re-released it in 2019. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry for the mistake. Um. Like a deluxe edition or something. Yeah. And I think that this is is pretty. The two albums are pretty similar, and I can see them just uh, continuing to evolve as sort of this. Uh, yeah, they've got this sort of edgy, um, I guess, exterior. You would say, um, but their songs are actually uh, it, it's it's in line with a lot of. Uh, big indie rock bands lately like you had that fontaine's dc album from last year yeah and idols being another band that's pretty big they have been getting Uh, a lot of comparisons to idols yeah where it's kind of these very crunchy guitar riffs just with just this um angsty i guess shouting over it uh kind of parquet courts does this sort of thing also um and yeah, that's something that is a little less heavy i think yeah less heavy but i just mean vocally yeah. and lyrically um kind of a similar thing going on and that's something that i'm typically into so i am into this viagra boys album 
Um, and I and I think that they're going to continue to get better. I like I like I like the Viagra boys. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I um I don't know if you're like uh, trying to move on. Um, no. I feel like there's actually quite a bit to talk about with Viagra. Boys yeah, this and, is one and of the album. big ones from this week. So. Um, and this one, I, I do like it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to talk talk shit on this record. Um, there are. Th- there are certain things about it that kind of immediately rub me the wrong way a little bit, but I'll first talk about what I like about it. Okay. Um, which is, I, I agree. It does have that sort of, yeah, kind of like idols guitar playing, um, and, and kind of shouty vocals. It reminded me, I know that I texted you that I I thought it sounded kind of like idols trying to do a King cool. Yeah. And I can see record. Um, it's like at times it's a little bit more ambitious than idols, I think, in in where they go. Yeah, certainly, genre-wise. certainly, if you're looking at the new idols as well, um, um, which I think is kind of cool. But those experiments don't always pan out for me. Like particularly, particularly, sorry, the song "To the Country." I, oh, I like I, that one quite a bit. That is easily my least favorite track wow. on the record. Hmm. It really rubs me the wrong way. I, I don't find it funny or charming at all. Hmm. Um, I was just, I thought it was a catchy song. Yeah. I don't find it to be that either. Um, but I was, Hey, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, that one just, I really could not get into. Um, but I do think that they're an interesting band. I'll be interested to check out their, their debut record, uh, street worms. Um, and, and I think that they're, they also remind me a lot of, uh, Sleaford mods. I don't know if you've ever, no, uh, if you out. recommended them to me. I haven't got around to checking them out yet. Yeah. Um, they also do a similar thing of like very British, shouty, kind of lo-fi uh, stuff that's very socially conscious, very very yeah. interested in talking about working class conditions. Yeah. I've got to say that that thing is hit or miss for me. I was not able to get into that Fontaine DC from last year. I like that record. Um, it was not, I mean, certainly it was not even in my top 30 records of the year or anything, but I, I enjoyed it's it. It's good, but just as far as like the like uh, sort of indie rock that's out there, it's not always especially my thing. I would say Idols and King Cruel um, are bands that I like quite a bit. Um, but yeah, this one, it's, um, yeah, it's weird. It's like, about half of the songs I'm really into and the other half I'm not, but I still keep coming back to the, the album just because there's something uh, that I think is fresh about it. I think that there is something compelling, like there's something Moorish about it. Um, hmm. Moorish. Yeah. Mo- uh, do you, uh, you don't know the word? No, of course I know that word. <laughs> the more othello uh, like we all oh yes of course um i haven't read othello um aha so now <laughs> the tables have turned yeah, edu- i i am the dunce um the <laughs> no moorish is just like it, it just means like it keeps you coming back like a piece of art that uh well it doesn't have to be art I yeah guess, but, i mean it's just yeah. like I, as far as like interesting releases that are out I think Viagra Boys. This is one where I just keep coming back to it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe this will gel with me a little bit more when I listen to it another time. And, and it really has. Um, but I will say the some of the guitar parts a little bit just too repetitive for me. It, it's like there are moments where um, it feels a little generic. Yeah. So I that's what I'm saying. Where I just want to see them go further. Like I think this is a band that I'm going to keep 
you know, look at what they're doing and I'm going to keep listening to all their music. Um, and there are, there are, sorry to cut you off. No, uh, there are things about, like, do you think that, I think maybe the press hurts these kinds of bands sometimes because it feels like they come out of nowhere and immediately you're just seeing articles as soon as their, their album drops out that drops, sorry, that the, the press has decided is going to be their big break. Um, yeah. <laughs> you see these articles about like, you know, how they're, you know, th- this band is destroying toxic masculinity. This band is like, they're taking capitalism to task <laughs> and it's like well it, yeah it really really like, rubs me the wrong way idols <laughs> is one that comes to mind where it's yeah. like this th- like these are the new uh, like political rock bad boys you listen to it and you're like i mean <laughs> like <laughs> i don't like hearing that from a guy who is you know p- getting paid enough money to to live a very comfortable life in chicago yeah uh or new york city or la um you know what i mean to to like write about that like that feels weird to me yeah hey we're (laughs) we're watching you okay (laughs) and there are a few lines on this record i think that this guy uh or these guys i don't know who is doing all the writing of these lyrics but i I don't think that they're bad writers but there are a few moments where there are lines that really don't like they kind of make me compulsively like roll my eyes a little bit there are some songs where that there are no lines like that for sure. They're like there there are legitimately songs on this that I think I'll be returning to for yeah. the whole year. But like when he's like, uh, like Jesus Christ, I want to die. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna cry. I'm just like, uh, okay, yeah. Hey, this, li- is, this is a bit much, isn't it? You're laying it on a little thick. Hey, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, perhaps you've listened to it a bit closer to me, Clo- <laughs> closer than me. Uh, sure. <laughs> it takes a few listens for the lyrics to really uh connect sure and i said i wasn't gonna talk shit on this record and now i absolutely have been um i think overall it's pretty decent i, I think it's decent too i really like the album closer in spite of ourselves yeah that, uh, good. Th- that duet uh i think that's really that's a, that's kind of a, a funny song into the sun i like quite a bit creatures toad uh there yes creatures cre- i love the song creatures there's so, there are some jams on here for sure so i think it, at the very least I'm going to be remembering those jams, but yeah, it, it's not blowing me away. I'll say that. I'll say that, but hey, Viagra boys, I'm watching you. Oh, also Secret Canine Agent. That's a great one, I too. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, and we should move on to another record. Moving right? on to another record. I want to, let's talk about, unless you have one in mind that you want to say. since um. Oh, no, throw, throw it out there. Okay, I want to talk about a record that I've been just loving it is on my list of albums that I've loved this year. Slaughter Beach Dog at the Moonbase. Yes. This album rocks. Great it, Slaughter. Maybe my favorite Slaughter Beach Dog album now that I've listened to it a lot. Yeah, I don't want to come in too hot and be hyperbolic here, but I honestly, I'm so glad to hear you say that because I agree so fully. The Hey, the... The addition of horns on this thing Ooh, is baby. a game changer. I think that it is, uh, of course, Jake from from Slaughter Beach Dog. I think he hit up his buddy Will from college who yep. plays saxophone. Yeah. Um, and that's where all these parts came from. He just sent him some demos and he sent back some sax parts. And these things, these are some screaming sax parts. The sax, like, it really adds 
another level to the slaughter beach dog song yeah, so much texture um, so much just good melody yeah there's it, some it feels great beautiful sax breaks i think thinking of you has a really great sax break yes i love uh, that song. it sounds like it's ripped out of like an 80s album or something mm-hmm. uh where you just got these but like, not in like an overly it's not overdoing it you no, know what i mean kitschy or anything yeah it's um it really works it really works it it doesn't feel like it, it feels authentically like a slaughter beach dog album mm-hmm. um and the writing on this thing is so good like what a talented storyteller yeah um because really you don't even realize it while you're listening to it but it's not like he's really even singing for a lot of the time he's just kind of talking at uh th- just a really steady pace uh yeah. saying these stories and uh then you'll have a little guitar fill a sax break this is such a breezy album i am loving it so much you got so many great tracks on this thing um it's it's really incredible yeah i've i've been having a great time listening to this thing i'm so excited for the next thing that slaughter beach dog is going to do i know that they were planning to release a an album an album with the full band this year they were going to record some stuff and Right. I saw him saying online that they they have been working on some of those songs just re- like in the past couple weeks since he released this one. Um, and of course, this is sort of a quarantine album. He made this one pretty much all by himself, just sending out what he recorded to people to to kind of send him something back when he needed other parts that he couldn't play. Um, so I'm really excited to see where where they go next. But also, it's just really cool to hear like how far he has come as like the fact that he made this almost totally by himself is really cool because I I think that I agree with you that this is probably the best thing that he's ever done and I might even include the modern baseball records in that. Like, I agree. I mean, I think that those 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 for me, you know, mileage may vary, but they have a special place in my heart personally. Yeah. Um but but this new record, I think he's just it really shows how much he has matured as a musician. And as a songwriter, um, and I, it really makes me so happy that I have followed him all these years. I agree. I, I mean, I think those those modern baseball records are great, and they also have a special place in my heart. But I think the thing is where you, you follow modern baseball through to Slaughter Beach Dog, it's something that, um, like, especially, like, we being in that fan base yeah. has grown with the fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, so those modern baseball albums will always be very teenage albums to me. Yeah. Um, and even though I love them, I'm not revisiting them all that much uh, as I do just listen to all the Slaughter Beach Dog stuff because it feels like these are just more, I don't know if I want to say adult because I'm not trying to, you know, paint the modern baseball albums as lesser, but there's, you know, you have a lot of like Wilco influence. You have the storytelling yeah. is just a little more mature. He's definitely um, incorporating much broader influences at this point. Yeah. So. Th- like it really is something that i feel like um has just evolved like very closely with my tastes like this if if there's just like you're trying to think of a type of album that i just am automatically gonna like it's gonna be this type of slaughter beach dog album where it's just a breezy sort of you know emo influence but not really an emo album uh it's it's also just a kind of a singer songwriter album with those uh dad rock sort of wilco influences that is what i just gonna vibe with you know yeah 
I I totally agree. And I think, you know, I, I will say to modern baseball's credit, I think that they also they weren't active for that many years, but I think they also evolved over their their time together. And I think that you could you could even hear Jake's songwriting growing during that time. I feel like he by the time they released Holy Ghost, their last album, it was like he it felt like in the early years, Brendan was the driving force creatively of that band. Yeah. And by the time they released Holy Ghost, it was literally a half and half split, like right down the middle of the album of whose songs were whose. Um, half the album, the first, I don't remember which it was, but one half was one and one half was the other. Um, yeah. And, and you know, I it's just, yeah, I mean, I, I, I said it all already, but the... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say that especially the first two modern baseball records are in some ways kind of, they are a little bit immature, especially that first record. Um, yeah. But, but in, in yeah. a way that like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's charming to me. It's, but Yeah, it's charming, but there's a lot of just music from that is, um, you know, was part of that scene that I just can't um, revisit. So, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm really surprised. I'm just looking at their Spotify. I mean, you can cut this out maybe because it's probably not that interesting to talk about, but I'm really surprised looking at their top five most popular songs on Spotify. Nothing from Mobo Presents the Perfect Cast EP or uh, Holy Ghost. It is all really? their first and second record in their top five songs. I would have thought there would have been like Wedding Singer on there or something. Nope, not at all. Yeah, hey, these all make sense to me. You know, you got you like they are all good singles. These are all these are ones I would think of. But if you like top five modern baseball songs, I'm a little bit surprised that the weekend is on there, honestly. But yeah, um, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, but you know, anyways, you got anything else you want to say about Slaughter Beach Dogs at the Moon Base? No, I'm just I'm gonna be listening to this thing a lot. I think and, and, I am and too. Maybe we'll uh, talk about it more later. I think we will because it's it's uh, really just, whew, what a great album. Okay, uh, going right along into another great 2021 album, in my opinion, uh, that I have been really listening to is Rap Ferreira's new album. Uh, I think this is called Bob's Son. Yes, Bob's Son, Rap Ferreira. Um, you know, I know that. I've been listening to this a lot, and I've been playing it around the house. I don't know if you've hey, heard it. Hey, play Bob's son. Play Bob's son. Activate Bob's son. Okay. You you know, you... Uh, you Go, Bob's son. You kind of just saying that is... That's a re- recreation of the title track, or the opening track... That's how the album starts. ...of uh, Bob's son. <laughs> have you listened to this much other than what I have uh, been playing around the house? I've actually listened to it a bunch. Okay. I am... I'm totally eating again. It's just so good. I can't stop eating it. I'm um, jealous. You know, maybe I'm going to I'm gonna take a bite of some goldfish here. Wow. Very exciting. Let's see how this goes. Mm. I'm going to have to cut that out. Yeah, I think maybe we should cut all of this out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Bob's son, yeah, I've, I've actually been listening to it quite a bit. I, I think it's great. I like it a lot. I really don't, I don't have, like, anything particularly in-depth to say about it, other than that I think that he's done it again. It's very yeah. good. <laughs> I already like kind of raved about Milo or slash rap Ferreira in one of our year end episodes when I talked about his album from last year, Purple Moonlight Pages. So same thing holds true here. I think that Milo is uh, uh, rap Ferreira rather is not just one of the best, if not the best underground rappers out there right now. 
but also just one of the best poets of our time, of our lifetimes. So I think go listen to Rap Ferreira, Bob's son. There are some beautiful lyrics on this thing, some incredible beats. And Rap Ferreira has said that he is trying to release more music than ever this year. So very exciting to me. Uh, I just cannot rave about Rap Ferreira enough. <clears throat> some of my favorite songs off this off of this thing are Diogenes on the Auction Block, um, Rejoice. You got some really great lyrics on this thing. You got a refrain that he repeats. And it seems the only option is to cling to the mind that retains the faculty to dream. I just love how he incorporates his like philosophies into his lyrics, and they're always so beautiful. And he just has such a great, strong, poetic voice. I love Rap Ferreira. I love this album. Um, and what a great way to start off 2021 with these great Rap Ferreira and Slaughter Beach Dog albums. I can't think of a better way to start off my music year. Yeah, I got to say one thing. Which is that I just want to say, if you're listening to this and you have not checked out My Little Rap Ferreira before and you find yourself either intimidated or uh, like preemptively annoyed or like eye rolling at those song titles or the way we talk about him being a, a poet or any of those things, I just want to say that like there is also like a lot of heart to his music, also a lot like there's a lot of emotion and there's a lot of like legitimately great production and like. The, it, it like it is re- like real music that sounds good and you can listen to it it's yeah not, it's not like you're listening to like I, someone I, reading their thesis you yeah, know what i sorry, mean sorry i didn't mean to no 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 <laughs> i'm not i'm not putting that at your feet i'm not saying you were like giving that impression it's just i feel like when you like i feel like if i was like totally outside of the rap ferrera thing and heard those song titles i might have that reaction a little yeah bit. no that that's fair and i i think that i mean um milo slash rap ferrera is someone who um isn't you know pretentious or anything and definitely not he's just like a really smart like he's just a really intelligent talented person yeah, who has a lot to say and just like really you know raps freely about all these philosophers uh, just as freely as he raps about you know dragon ball z yeah in adventure time um absolutely <laughs> i do think it's great to see the evolution where i think in his earlier projects he was you have a lot of like just adventure time thing songs and that sort of thing you have a lot of pop culture stuff mm-hmm. and i think you still have that but i also think that uh he has just totally leaned into um just being a poet and yeah just totally not even worrying about um coming off as sort of um like pretentious or isolating because yeah i I don't think he's worried about anything other than being himself at this point yeah which i love um and i but i just i think this really is an accessible album i don't think you have to uh totally even understand everything that he's saying to just vibe with it because it's just it really is a breezy listen as well like yeah and you can jump in here like it does it you don't have to listen to his past work no but I, i would recommend it but you don't have to yeah um yeah yeah, so that's all, that's all I really wanted to say. I mean, if you if you've tried to check out Aesop Rock in the past and like that was a little bit much, you found that annoying or or just too much for you, don't be yeah. scared off of Rap Ferreira. Yeah, it, not not the kind of rapper that is just um, totally like Aesop Rock is someone who I think of is hard to get into because he's he's like reading a dictionary at yeah. you. Um, it, it is a bit much at times, and even Milo, though I like some of his stuff. Yeah, Milo is totally the opposite where you don't even like it can totally just wash over you because of how relaxed the flow is 
Uh, Milo is sort of like, um, I think he as a rapper, he's sort of like a great platformer video game in that it feels like every time I listen to him, um, I am like learning something about like how to listen to music and I'm learning something about how to live my life. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like yeah. I've been playing the reason I say that I guess is I've been <laughs> that's playing like a, that's how you feel playing platformer games. I've been huh? <laughs> I do. I legitimately I've been playing Celeste recently and mm, okay. every time I play that game I feel like it is without like putting words up on the screen telling me what to do. It is teaching me how to be better at platformers and I'm pretty good at platformers. Like I've played a lot of them and it's maybe my favorite genre in video games. But this game does a really good job of like teaching me new ways to engage with platforming games. And no, I feel that's a great I feel example. legitimately yeah. similar feelings when I listen to a new rap for project where I feel like, yeah, because he's like, he's, uh-huh. he's not like yelling at me. He's not like reading a thesis, like I said, but he is, he is just by nature of, of, of doing what he does. He is teaching me, you know what I mean? Yeah. It no, does, that, doesn't, it doesn't come off as a lecture, but it, he is, uh, he is imparting knowledge. Absolutely, to me. <laughs> I agree. But I don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to continue to get into it just because. Sure. It's uh, you know, I I just um, it's great. I think that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shut you down. No, I just meant totally to say fine. that like we've been talking about this for a while, so I just feel like I could talk about Rap Ferreira forever. Yeah. And I could just keep, keep like um agreeing with you and restating what you're saying sure um, i feel like i could talk about celeste for a while um yeah <laughs> but yeah we should move on is there another new record you wanted to talk about there's a few quick recommendations i want to give but are there any that have really been sticking out to you lately that you want to mention uh so i listened to i'll be very quick with this as well i listened to a new uh arrow flynn release and it's good um Who's it's that? like that, it's I like don't... 21 minutes long it's like kind of an indie uh electronic-y kind of thing i don't i hadn't i honestly so here's i don't know anything about them is the thing they just showed up on my spotify when i was building that lego set that i mentioned earlier and so i just put on their new record um and it was pretty good and now i'm looking at their page yeah i don't think that they're like very popular i thought maybe they were bigger than they were just because they showed up on my new releases radar yeah um but um yeah so especially i'll i'll recommend it since they're they're not super popular it seems like um this new record is is a pretty breezy 21 minutes so if you like indie electronic at all check it out nice um yeah that i mean i also there was like a new clap your hands say yeah release of some kind which i listened to but it didn't leave much of an impression on me yeah you know they're hit or miss clap clap your hands say yeah they're good sometimes yeah it it definitely wasn't bad yeah well all right um we do have a whole another segment that we want to do um so i have a few um small releases that i just want to give some shout outs to that i've really been enjoying this weekend so i'm just going to run down them real quick okay um First, we have Young Morpheus, States of Precarity. This is a really great underground rap album. Some great lo-fi beats on this. I would just say that if you want 
a nice breezy rap album to listen to. Check this out. Um, some good lyrics, uh, similar to that rap for album. So if you enjoyed this and you want something more, check out this new young Morpheus album. Really good. Um, then I've been listening to Dante's paradise, your move. Um, this is just a really small indie rock artist that I've been digging. Um, lyrically sort of akin to like, I could see you making like a boy Pablo comparison or something. So Mm. I can see how that could be off putting just very sort of, I don't know, melodramatic sort of like lovey dovey lyrics, but musically, uh, the guitars were kind of reminding me of maybe some King Cruel guitars um, and, and the early King Cruel stuff. Or maybe even there's some emo influence as far as the guitar and then horns, trumpets, and saxes on this album go. So I would recommend this, Dante's Paradise, Your Move. Uh, kind of like that Glass Beach album from last year, if you were into that. It was kind of reminding me of that album. Hmm. Um, and then Vicious Blossom. This, this, I think, is up your alley. I was playing this before the episode. I was really digging uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very small sort of shoegaze project that I really think can scratch that shoegaze itch if you've got it. Uh, it sounds kind of like a slow dive album to me. Um, it just it's, it's a short album. It's like seven or eight tracks, like 20-something minutes long. Just creates sort of a wall of fuzz that you can get lost in like any great shoegaze album. I really highly recommend this Vicious Blossom album, You Breathe Inside of Me, is the name of it. Fantastic. And then, real quick, Dante Elefante, Mid-Century Romance. I want to recommend this. It's sort of a neo-R&B album, I guess, if that uh, is a genre. Sort of these poppy funk songs. Uh, Dante Elefante. And also, Kyozo, um, EP01. This is a Japanese emo band. And this EP of three songs just rocks pretty hard. So I, I think you should check it out. They're also pretty small, like 70 monthly listeners on Spotify. Who? Sorry, who was that? Kyozo, K-Y-O-Z-O. I think this is a pretty good new emo EP. And I just want to shout it out. So that's, that's me you know, giving shouts out to some of the great indie releases from the past weekend. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to check. Uh, pretty much all of those out yeah, so, yeah. you know um it kind of this is maybe a segue into the next segment but one of my things i want to do this year is just listen to more indie music like i am kind of tired of a lot of the major label releases it's it's um as far as we've been doing this podcast and listening to all the major label releases i've just the ones that have been sticking out to me are when i go and dig up like an indie release um from the weekend yeah, that's a lot more exciting to me, and especially as we're in this new age of music where these bands are not able to tour and make a lot of the money that they usually make. That's something that I just want to get out there and try to anyone who's able to do a release this year that's uh, independent like that. I want I want to hear it. So, yeah, I totally agree, and so I guess uh, maybe we are in in that segment now because yeah. I actually, yeah, let's talk about it. We, we wanted to talk a little bit about new year's resolutions. Uh, I think specific, specifically, sorry, as they relate to our music listening. Yeah. And hey, we could talk about some other news resolutions as well that are personal, but let's just take a little bit of a break. Okay. Huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Hey, and we're back from the break. We're back from the break. Hey, we were on a break. Now we're back. You like that? Yeah. No, I I try to I li- I kind of liked the uh, the first thing better. Then you changed it. Yeah. What was that? This kind of thing. Yeah. You like that shit? You freak. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I do like oh it. Oh my god. Sorry. It it is it's a little sharp though, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm s- you know, hey, uh, thanks for the note. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm sorry. Um we're back. We're talking about uh New Year's resolutions. Uh particularly as they pertain to music, but also any New Year's resolutions, I guess. Although I will say I don't have any that don't pertain to music. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to read more books. Right. <laughs> what are you giving me a look like? I'm lying. Well, everybody has that resolution. I'm going to do it. I already finished a book today. You finished a book today. It was a book that I had like a chapter of left that I started last year. I see. Uh, but I finished the book <laughs> so, today. Okay, so did you like... Have you like gotten partway through a bunch of books that you're just going to finish this year? That and I'm going to start and finish new books. I started a book yesterday. I've been reading a ton of graphic novels, so if those count, then I'm going to rip through them. Um, oh, yeah. I guess I've read a book in 2021, too, because you uh, lent me a graphic novel, which I read. Yeah, Dracula Motherfucker. Yeah, uh, it was good. Great graphic novel. Very quick read. Really good art. Um, I read Snot Girl Volume 1 last night. Nice. Um, I'm, you know, you know, I'm reading other, you know, just political stuff. Not yeah. Okay. To talk now about. we're just talking about. Yeah. Books. Yeah. So. Um, um. Let's talk about talking about music. We're talking about talking about music. Okay. We're coming at you fast with our music New Year resolutions. I don't know. I mean, there's a few. I guess things we could talk about. You could talk about, you know, what you think is going to happen in 2021. I guess that's not really a. Resolu- that's a prediction. Uh, that's a prediction, not a resolution. So that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could do predictions. Yeah, here. I guess that's not what we agreed to talk about. Huh? <laughs> uh, what's your, hey, hey, cut the crap and tell me what your New Year's resolution is as pertains to music. Okay, I mean, so my my main resolution is it's I I hate this because my main resolution is well, I don't hate it. I actually like it. I think it's good that we're both doing this, um, and we both felt this way. But exactly what you were talking about before the break, I feel the same way. It feels weird. Um, although I enjoy like listening to and talking about big records that come out. Like that will, I think, never not be true. That, yeah, that will never not be true for me. Um, but uh, I love seeing what the big records are doing. The yeah. big boys. Uh, <laughs> we love to see what the big boys are doing with their records. Um, the Kim Kardashians of the world. We love to see what they're doing with their music. Um, I I just can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna drop something and it's gonna be crazy. Huge. Um, hey, like that. Uh, but is uh, she has what? a really. She has a really. <laughs> she has a, oh have my you, goodness! Have you what heard of in the world? Have you heard about this? No. She has a really big butt. No, 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 no. I, I don't even. 
I don't even believe this. <laughs> you're 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 fine with the Viagra boys, but you're unwilling to believe that Kim Kardashian has a big butt. I don't want any talk of this on my podcast. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough, I, I suppose. I don't th- I don't think butts and music should be within 20 feet of each other. Look, I've gotten I agree. I well, but sometimes hey, um, you know, sometimes music sounds like farts. Is a thing. I think that you think you some agree? music sounds like farts. Yeah, sometimes like an electronic patch, you know, on a synth, for example, might sound a bit yeah. like a fart. Like fart sounds. No, Kinda that's sounds not like a fart, a fart huh? Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. You can say it did. I don't I know. Guess. I don't know what the fart sounds on this thing <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah, we haven't so gotten. So there's there. no way I can figure that out. We'll have to dig deeper another <laughs> time. Um, I've gotten totally sidetracked here because what I was trying to get at is that. <laughs> Is that, uh, yeah, I also want to check out smaller records this year. Not that I haven't been doing that for years, but but I want to be more intentional about it. And um, that is, I think, my biggest New Year's resolution is, I think, especially because we're doing the show, not that we have, you know, this is not a platform that people care about or are paying attention to, but I just think that it is more fun for us doing the show if we are talking about and highlighting records that uh, you know, maybe we wouldn't have heard of or made the time to listen to if we weren't doing the show. I think that's a more exciting way to do things. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's been fun for me about just paying attention to new releases every week. Because um, there's not, I don't really care, or like, I, like I don't really care about the new Playboy Cardi or, or the new Paul McCartney or anything. Like, yeah. it's just not something I'm into right now. But I am into what some small shoegaze band is doing. I am into uh, yeah. all these indie rock, you know, projects that are coming out. I think it's interesting. I think it's, and um, I, you know, so I, I just want to listen to what I'm into while also supporting small artists. You know, um, that's that's what I want to do this year. I want to listen to genres that I enjoy. So I'm going to listen to a bunch of fucking indie rock. I'm going to listen to underground rap. I'm going to listen to shoegaze. And I also want to delve into genres that I've left unexplored. So maybe with your help, I can find some metal that I enjoy. Uh, maybe some emo that I've been missing out on. Wow, this is exciting. Um, that sort of thing. Maybe I can get into some harder stuff this year. I'll try. Um, but I also want to, um, you know, I've been revisiting my roots lately with um, indie rock bands that uh, I used to listen to a lot and then kind of fell off of. So I've been doing that. But I also want to fill in some blind spots for me that there are bands that I never really got into back in the day that I want to check out. Dirty Projectors is a band I've been doing that with lately. I know one of your favorite bands from that period of time. One of my favorite bands ever. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been listening to Beta Orca, um, and that is a great album. What a uh, really enjoyed good that album. One. I um, love it. That's so good. Been doing that, and like Deerhoof is another one that I never really got into. So, oh yeah. Uh, kind of. I was wondering. I was gonna ask you what one of the good Deerhoof albums, uh, to listen to was, because I've really only heard some of the more recent stuff in the past few years. Uh, yeah. I mean, let me. So, I I gotta be honest. <laughs> we, it, we could talk about this some other time. No, I no. I've I've got you. I have one in mind. I'm just bad at remembering names. Of I things. did. I did listen to one the other day. I thought it was all right i wasn't super into it uh do you know you don't remember which one that was i can just pull it up if i go to my recently played um 
Okay, well, I mean, while you're, <laughs> while you're doing that, I'll uh, just say... Apple O-L-P. <laughs> okay. Um, Apple O-L-P. Oh, yeah, that one's good. Yeah, it was you, pretty you good. You didn't care much for it? Uh, you know, I, I, I got to give it a closer listen. It was, it's, it was a little, like, it sounded a little jammy to me. Yeah, um, they, they do veer in that direction sometimes. They're yeah. definitely not... Well, they are very tight uh, musicians. Like, they're very, you know, they're very... They can be pretty rigorous when they want to be. I yeah, I agree that they they're not always tight as songwriters. Um, but yeah, so I think the big one, the first one that I was introduced to them with was the Runners Four, um, and I think that that's a really good entry point for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually like Apple LP quite a bit, and I I I like that kind of jammier stuff. Um, but you know, like Milkman is also a big one um and uh yeah also uh the, the the 2016 one the magic is actually i think that that is a really good starting point so i would say the runners four and the magic are the ones i think you should check out okay i will check those out and uh yeah there's going to be some other ones this year but i'd say the, those are some things i'm planning on doing as far as my listening habits go this year Nice. Yeah, I um, I think that's very cool. I will be very excited to um, – it actually – and it will be exciting for me too because I feel like I will have to get more into – like because between – I kind of play it up sometimes how much I am into heavy music uh, just because <laughs> of our dynamic because you are so much less into it than I am Yeah. that I, I do kind of play it up sometimes. So it will be exciting for me because I will have to – uh, pay attention to those genres maybe more than I would naturally um, just to help kind of uh, hmm, y- hmm. like make sure that I'm clued in enough to be to be giving you the good wrecks. Very interesting. Um, Very interesting. The truth comes out that Randy's been faking it. As well, a, uh, that's not exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I do listen to, you know, a, do- a dozen or oh, more. Oh, yeah. You're so hard. Huh? Metal sudden, albums a year. All of a sudden, you're so hard. With your emo music, you're so sad and you're so angry. I'm so sad and so hard. Yeah, you're sad and hard, and I'm just a little baby bitch boy that... You're soft and, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I see how it is that that's what you said to me. Um, (laughs) I said all of that, yeah. And my other New Year's resolution is that I... I'm going to go to a concert this year, no matter what happens. Okay, Whoa. you hear that? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to a concert. Ha cha cha. If I have to go to the fucking Van Morrison, Eric Clapton show at the Amway Center. No. <laughs> oh no. That's what I'm gonna do this year. Um. Yeah. I mean, I can't give you too much shit because I'm totally going to see that Joe Rogan show at the Amway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, that's very cool. Um, (laughs) for me, yeah, I think the other kind of big thing for, for my New Year's listening is I just want to, um, something I've been trying to do recently that I want to do more of is just, (laughs) is just kind of, thank you take on like little projects as far as just like digging into artists entire discographies 
um, or returning to. Are you just like not interested in what I'm talking about, or you want to move it'd be on? Nice. I don't know. I'm sorry. I was just kind of <laughs> messing around. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're sort of like spinning around in your chair and just sort of like lazily plucking synth notes. Um, <laughs> it, I I guess forgive me for thinking that that implies in any way that you are maybe not listening or not interested. In you what were I'm saying. saying that you want to take on some new projects. Yeah. Uh, this year. You want to yeah. take on some new projects? I'm sorry. I totally... That was like the <laughs> rudest thing ever. That was totally not a good co-host thing to do. Um, I didn't love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, gu- I guess I'll finish what I was saying, although it doesn't feel good to do now, but I'm going to do it anyway, which is that, like, recently I've been... So I've been digging back into... Sufjan Stevens because I knew you were doing that so I wanted to go back to all those records some of which I hadn't heard in a long time especially you know A Sun Came I hadn't heard in a long time Seven Swans I don't think I had listened to since high school probably great album um, it's so good it's really really good um, and uh, and that's the kind of analysis you can expect to hear from us um, uh, but yeah and, and, and aside from that I've been listening to uh, the entire uh, Animal Collective back catalog recently um i've still got quite a ways to go um but i'm i'm digging in and i'm i'm really enjoying it both uh the good stuff and the missteps so i i find that really exciting to sort of track a band's career that i have not been engaged with recently or ever um as is the case with those two artists yeah sufjan i I I think i think it's fun to do i've been having fun doing that lately too um, even with Sufjan, who's one of my favorite artists, I've been, you know, I went back to the Sun Came and loved that. And the Animal Collective, since you've been doing that, I've been doing it as well. Nice. Been really digging some Sung Tongs lately as well, Meriwether Post Pavilion. Um, so, you know, we'll see what other bands we do that with this year. We're going to have some great projects yeah. coming along. I okay? think it would be fun to just like check in on that stuff each week, just like quickly kind of be like, this is where we're at with this artist. Yeah. This is what we're thinking. I think we're going to do that. And, you know, yeah. I don't think we have time to do it on this episode, but we're g- no. we've are we been doing it with the 1975. Yeah. And I think we're going to see that through because I was starting to listen to their second album, um, I Love It When You Sleep. I like it when you sleep for you are so beautiful yet so unaware Yes, of it. and hey, I was digging it listening to it. I'll say that much. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that much. I like much. the 1975. <laughs> They're a good band. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know? But I mean, is are we wrapping it up or like is this what's happening? I guess we are wrapping it up. I mean, should we? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's 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 it. I mean, we we do normally try to talk about stuff that we've been listening to that maybe falls outside of the the category of new releases, but we could skip that for this week. Um. I just don't have a ton that I've been listening to. I mean, the Animal Collective is some of it. Yeah, same for me. And I've been so... I'll just mention super briefly that I've been listening to a lot of the Donut County uh, music. Oh, okay. Yeah. The music from the video game Donut County. You were playing that game when I was in the living room the other night, and it does have great music. Yeah, the music is really good and and very charming and breezy. Um, And... uh, yeah, and I think we have talked about before that maybe we'll do uh, a, an episode all about video game music. And yeah, so this is this is a, coming up. has been a really great find for me recently. Um, I've had that and Into the Breach soundtrack in my head all the time. 
for the past few weeks. Hey, that's that's a good one too. I, I um, it's been a while since I played that game. Um, you should jump back in. Honestly, it, it's yeah. You can just play it forever. I know, but I've been doing fire. You, you know, I've been doing fire emblem lately. Yeah, that's true. Um, also a great game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, a uh, holiday sale. I got some great games from the, <laughs> the PS Plus store today. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I got. I picked up Yakuza Kiwami. What did you pick up? Uh. Um, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered. Uh, one of I the almost the, got that. One of the yeah. great games from my childhood. Was just playing it earlier today and having a lot of fun. Nice. Um, and I got some racing game, and um, I like I actually got Donut County as well. Oh, um, on PS4. Yeah, yeah, on PS4. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, yep. The uh, video games. You got some racing game? It's it it's like um Horizon Turbo Cruise something. It's like um it's an indie game that is kind of in the vein of like an Outrun or a Rad Racer if you're familiar with those kinds of old arcade racers. Uh kind of like that. Uh, just an old arcade racer. Right. Um that has sort of uh, polygonal graphics that are very bright and colorful. It, it's a it's it's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, it's cool. I'd recommend it. I don't know the name of it. I wish I did. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that about does it for this week's episode of Good Listeners. Um, you can follow me at Randalorian underscore on Twitter. And, Clay. and you can follow me at Clay J. Williams. And you can follow our podcast account at Good Listener Pod. You know, maybe we'll start um, using that account a little bit more. That would be uh, great, probably. Um, and you can, uh, if you're listening, you have any questions for us, you can email us questions or at comments. goodlistenerpod at gmail.com. Or yeah, if you have any comments, constructive, uh, constructive criticism. criticism, we welcome it. We want or if you'd like to be a everything. Guest. If you want to send us a selfie or something, um, we love it. And yeah, send us a selfie of you with headphones and pretending we, that you're listening to something. Yeah. that's the note you want to end on yeah i thought i could just randomly play a good note oh that's nice bye bye